I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. AI is mainstream in 2024, and so is the threat of non-consensual AI porn. Its latest victim is Taylor Swift. Last week, sexually explicit photographs of the pop star spread all over the internet, and one of the images on X, formerly known as Twitter, was reportedly viewed more than 45 million times before it was taken down. According to four or four media, the fake images came from a Telegram-based porn-making community that recommends using Microsoft Designer, which is an AI-powered design app. Though it doesn't really prove that Microsoft Designer was actually used for the Swift pictures, four or four found that the app could be used for deepfake pornography. In fact, even Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella took note of the incident and said it was "quote unquote" alarming and terrible. Now Taylor Swift hasn't released an official statement yet but Swifties claim to have found the culprit. X also jumped into action and blocked searches on Taylor Swift as a temporary measure. But sadly the thing is Swift isn't alone here. In what could be described as an unprecedented boom in deepfake pornography, several celebrities have been targeted before including Scarlett Johansson, Emma Watson and even Bollywood actor Rashmika Mandanna. With the rise of cheap and easy to use AI tools It's easier than ever to create deepfake porn. Daniel Citron, who is a professor at the University of Virginia School of Law, told the Guardian that there are over 9500 sites out there which are quote unquote devoted to non-consensual intimate imagery. And it goes without saying that it disproportionately affects women. A 2019 study by Sensity AI, which is a company that monitors deepfakes, found that 99% of the deepfake images target women. Arva Mehdavi wrote for the Guardian and I'm just going to read out a couple of lines. Quote, it can't be stressed enough that deep fake porn isn't meant to titillate. It's often meant to humiliate. It is yet another tool that troll armies and misogynists are weaponizing to punish women who behave in ways they don't like. End quote. To make matters worse, women don't have a good legal recourse. For example, in the US, there's no federal law that protects women against deep fake pornography. And if this deeply troubling incident could have a silver lining at this point, I hope governments would wake up to the real-time threats of AI. Taylor Swift is arguably one of the most influential celebrities of our time. If the anger of her fans could wake American lawmakers out of their slumber, it could give the world a precedent to follow. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbari, and this is the deep dive for 29th January 2024. When the European Union passed the Digital Markets Act in 2022, the goal was clear: to rein in big technology firms. to prevent them from abusing their market dominance and keep the so-called internet economy fair for smaller players the law also specified new obligations for big players say for example letting users download third party apps outside of official play stores presumably apple was miffed with the law and particularly with this one obligation the 3 trillion dollar tech titan has long resisted efforts to open up its closed ecosystem On an iPhone there's no way you can download an app outside of its official app store. 
The company argues that its strict control over how software is downloaded onto iPhones is to ensure that no malware makes its way to the phone, compromising users' safety and security. But of course, there's much more to it. Apple charges a 30% commission for all in-app purchases, which means if you are buying a subscription to say Tinder on an iPhone, Apple will take 30% cut of the subscription fee. For those app developers who feel that it's unfair and cruel, well, what could they do? And you probably remember this. In 2022, when a popular online video game Fortnite secretly installed its own payment system to bypass Apple's commission, it was promptly kicked out of the App Store. Google's Play Store had also gotten rid of Fortnite at that time. But unlike iPhone users, Android users could still download the game from its website. And that is exactly what is going to change now. In order to comply with Europe's Digital Markets Act taking effect on March 7th, Apple announced last week that it's going to allow iPhone users to download apps from outside of its App Store. And that's a big change. And it means that at least Europeans can now play Fortnite on their iPhones after sideloading the app. But there's a twist, a big twist. Apple has offered to reduce its commission by 10 percentage points. But it'll impose what is called, quote-unquote, core technology fee on all apps, regardless of whether they are downloaded from Apple's App Store or not. Now, you might wonder, what's the core technology fee? So, after an app surpasses 1 million downloads on iPhone, the developers would have to pay Apple half a euro for each new user. As the information points out, popular apps like Fortnite will end up paying more fees to Apple than earlier. And that's not all. Alternative app store providers will also have to pay Apple half a euro for every iPhone user's first download of the app, even before they get 1 million downloads, which would basically disincentivize smaller players to open new app stores. Or the third option is, app developers could just forget about all this and accept the original 30% commission on in-app purchases. So here, Apple has somehow complied with Europe's new competition law by letting users sideload apps and still managed to not let go of the steep commissions. Spotify and Fortnite maker Epic have already criticized Apple calling its plan to comply with Europe's new law, quote-unquote, malicious and hot garbage. By the way, it seems that this is how Apple is going to tackle all legal challenges. For example, in the US, a court order required Apple to let apps direct their users to payment systems other than Apple's. And Apple seemingly played by the same rules as it applied in Europe. The company said that it'll give developers an option to offer alternative payment systems to users. But nevertheless, a 27% commission will be charged on such payments. The company later defended itself saying that the court never asked to let go of its commission. Now, one could argue that Apple's compliance with laws and court orders in both Europe and the US has been in bad faith. As the Wall Street Journal's Christopher Mims argues, this strategy is only going to further anger regulators and developers. But if you look closely, Apple has its reasons. Its hardware business is slowing down. Apple's market in China is shrinking. Its new AR device, the Vision Pro, is far from mainstream. To bolster its bottom line, the company is increasingly dependent on the growing revenues from its services offerings, including subscriptions and App Store commissions. In fact, last year, Apple's revenues from services amounted to a whopping $85 billion, which is one-fourth of its overall revenue. As the Wall Street Journal points out, this dependence has now put Apple in a position where it feels compelled to safeguard and expand these income streams at nearly any cost, even at the cost of annoying regulators and developers. 
If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello@thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was researched and written by Anoop Sembal, edited by Dinesh Narayanan and Roshni Nair, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.